Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Before we begin, if you like what you hear on Mile High Report Radio Podcast, don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and go ahead and click subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Mile High Report Radio with your hosts, Adam Malnati and Ian St. Clair. Get involved with the Denver Broncos conversation at milehighreport.com. And now, it's time to get to work. Adam, Broncos country got some surprising great news on Tuesday in that the Broncos actually picked up the contract option for one Vaughn Miller. I don't have any of the, the poppers or anything, but yes, very exciting. Uh I will say this, and I don't want to temper the excitement because I am, I'm, 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 I'm like pumped, right? But at the same time, I do feel like there was a bit of a sentiment. We talked about this when we had Cecil Lammy on the show last week, on the last show, uh, that come, you know, you know, stay or go, There, it was sort of like, eh, whatever happens, happens. That being said, this is great news. It's great news because Von Miller is the face of the franchise. Von Miller is sort of the last best connection to one of the greatest moments in Broncos history, which is Super Bowl 50 and that Super Bowl 50 run. It is it is going to be a sad day when there is no connection to that from any of the players that are currently on the team. Just like there's really no player connection to Super Bowls a long, long time ago, it'll be the same thing. At least this way, we still have Von Miller in Denver. As fans of the Broncos, this is a, a big deal because he does mean a lot 
to the fan base. He means a lot to us because of what he has done, what he has accomplished. And quite frankly, I think the other part of that is he looked like he was going to be a game wrecker in 2020, but injury pops up. He's out for the season. So, you know, this ends up working out and I, and I think it's a a good thing. It makes, makes everybody happy. I think the best news out of all of it, aside from keeping Von Miller in Denver is it keeps him away from the Chiefs? Yeah, you got to wonder, like, is, what is the conversation there? Because you know, you or you have to know, right? That part of the conversation was, well, if we let him go, where where is the place he's most likely to go? Well, wherever it was, it was going to be a place to contend for a Super Bowl, a place that was going to make the Broncos look bad. And if it had been the Chiefs, or if it had been even the Browns, which I, I think I saw somebody – uh, tweet out that he had some interest in the Browns if he didn't stay in Denver, or he might go there. If it had been the Bills, if it had been any one of those teams, maybe the maybe he goes down to play in Tampa Bay with his with his old running mate Shaq Barrett and Tom Brady. Maybe he goes to San Francisco and plays for John Lynch. Maybe he goes to all these places, finds great success, and the Denver Broncos are still mired in what can only be called a pit of despair. I'm just going to stay with that example of where uh, they are that that would suck even more, right? You, you wish a guy. Well, you hope him, hope he has success. I want him wrecking the league in orange and blue with the Denver Broncos, not somewhere else. And so this works out. It makes me happy. And I hope that the motivation is there for him and the health is there for him. That 2021 is one of those seasons where he has a career year and shows that he can, he can still do it. I think the reason that Broncos fans and the Broncos organization can expect that is because he was hurt last year. He didn't get the chance to go out and be that game wrecker that Cecil told us last week that he was going to be. As Cecil said, it looked like he was going to destroy the world. Well, now he's been out a year. He hasn't been able to show what he's capable of. He's going to want to prove that he can still do it. So now he's going to be even more motivated, I think. And the other aspect that makes the Broncos better is it makes Bradley Chubb better. And as Joe Rolls pointed out on Twitter, he does the Cover 2 Broncos podcast with Jeff Essery, is it now makes Malik Reed quite possibly the best third edge in the NFL. Yeah, and we we saw what Malik Reed was was capable of in 2020. Uh, And when you look at what Vic Fangio has been able to do with this defense, and and you can – complain about his ability as a head coach and and the things that he still needs to learn and all that stuff. And and those are valid complaints about Vic Fangio that you can certainly make, but you cannot complain about what he has done with his defense. He adjusted what he likes to do to what was available to him on defense and really put together a, a scrappy, good defense that could have won games for this team if they had had just a little bit more offensive production. So, Throw Von Miller back in the mix. Know that you've got Malik Reed. I'll be curious to see how this plays out for like a Jeremiah Tachu. Like where does he end up uh, as far as that? Because he also filled in quite well uh, in spots. Uh, I'll be curious to see sort of how this shifts the scheme of what Vic Fangio wants to do because he doesn't want to blitz. He likes to just bring pressure with four up front. Is is that going to adjust things? So it, it, there are still, there's a ton of questions, right? Even, even with Von Miller coming back, there are still a ton of questions. I think the, the that he's due, what is it? $7 million on his contract option. They picked it up. So, uh, you know, that'll, 
that'll affect the cap and what they can do moving forward. But it changes the the sort of the way that Vic Fangio wants to play his defense. But I have a feeling it changes it for the better, and it's going to open things up for guys. It's going to make everybody on that defense better. To double down on the good news. Oh, I love a George double Payton, down. George Payton also re-signed Shelby Harris to a three-year deal. Again, no poppers. I don't have the the confetti thing. Although you can just imagine that you know the you know sound you know yeah yeah very yes another another excellent move and and quite quite frankly Shelby Harris earned it right. He was he was going to go test free agency. He was going to go be a big free agent signing uh, for the 2020 season, and that didn't work out. And so he came back, did it again, and earned what he got from the Denver Broncos. And I'm I'm glad that they paid him. I'm glad that they recognized that and they went ahead and, and shelled out some cash for him. And they also signed cornerback Ronald Darby, who played for the Washington football team. Quick tangent on that. Anytime I see someone say WFT, my mind immediately goes to WTF. You're not alone. You're, you're, you are not alone in the immortal words of Michael Jackson from a completely different song. Uh, it is, it's, it's like, are you supposed to write that? Or are they, oh, that's, they're talking about a football team, not a, not, that's, that's not whiskey tango foxtrot. That's whiskey foxtrot tango. You, you mix those up and it's going to be, it's going to be fun. I can't wait until the chirons, which are the little things that roll on the bottom of screens, start to have the mistake. And you you start seeing WTF all the time just because when people are typing it out, that's what they're probably used to typing. There's going to be mistakes like that all the time. I, I can't wait. It's going to be fun. You mentioned the cap. I think Mace, Andrew Mason with DNVR, friend of the show, pointed out that even with that option pickup, because of the low cap hits for Shelby Harris and Ronald Darby, the Broncos still have around $28 million in cap space. That's a lot, right? I mean, especially in a low cap year. The cap went down, right? The The salary cap went down. Uh, I would I would love to pick Scotty's brain on this because I don't know if you've noticed, but Scotty has this thing that he says all the time. Uh, Scotty, Mile High Report writer, uh, Scotty Payne, he says all the time that the cap isn't real. And, and I'd be curious to just like have him talk about that a little bit because he always says – that the cap's not real because of the way that NFL contracts can be restructured, can be adjusted. He says, just look at what Kansas City is doing right now. So uh, it, they do get, have a- it's specific. They just restructured Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Chris Jones. B- three big contracts. Those aren't their three, three biggest contracts. Yeah, those- and they got like thirty million in cap space. But those guys didn't lose any money in the deal. It's so con- I will say this: it is so confusing the way that the NFL finagles and adjusts and moves and, and zigs and zags and all this stuff with their contracts and things that it, it's almost frustrating. Like I, I, I get it. I'm not a big fan of a salary cap because if you want to pay a guy, pay a guy, but if you're going to have a salary cap, it should mean something <laughs> like there should be, there should be something behind it. You shouldn't be able to sign Patrick Mahomes to a half a billion dollar deal and have it not affect your salary. Like what it should it should make a difference and it doesn't apparently so I, I guess I'll just live in that world as well the salary cap isn't real we'll we'll say the numbers and it's fine but it ain't real right because because why not and the thing that we th- this could be a conversation 
for an off-season podcast, and I think we've touched on this before, about how the NFL does not offer fully guaranteed contracts. Like, when you see Mike Trout sign a $1 billion contract, legitimately, it's $1 billion. Like, it's not, well, two years is fully guaranteed, but the last two years of the five-year deal are club options, and then the fifth year is a player option. So only two years is really guaranteed, so it's not really a billion dollars. It's kind of like $250 million. And we'll restructure that so that the number actually goes down for when we submit it to the league, but he'll make more money later on. Uh, it, it will just, we'll spread it. It's like, we're going to spread the butter nice and thin and hit all the edges on the bread. Like, okay. It is. It's very confusing and incentives, right? Everybody's got all these incentives built in. I guarantee that when you, if you really want to get into reading of a contract, you're absolutely right. Ian, I'm sure it's just like mind boggling. Like, I saw a, a thing on, was it, I can't remember if it was Sports Center or if it was on the NFL Network or whatever. I watched a whole show on uh, them, them doing video of guys hitting incentive numbers and teams getting excited for their guy making his 90th catch, which, you know, made him an extra $100,000 on his salary or, you know, getting his 10th sack. So he got an extra 250 grand. You know, those kinds of things are a million dollar touchdown catch. It didn't do anything for the team, but it got the player a million dollars on his contract. Those are the kinds of things that there's a number that's, that's like, this is what we show everybody. And then there are like all these numbers that add up to what we show everybody. If you hit every incentive and you do all of this other stuff, it's, it's it's like an abstract art painting of an abstract art painting. It's so confusing. And some of the bad news, yeah, we to show the to, news. to show that the salary cap is real. The Broncos did not pick up the team option for Kareem Jackson, and he is now a free agent. Though I think there could still be a possibility that he comes back if they wanted to get a new deal. He just didn't want to take a pay cut from that team option, so maybe Peyton and Kareem's agent could work out something to get him back. I don't know. That could be a possibility. And then as Cecil predicted on the podcast, he said the Broncos would place an original round tender on Philip Lindsay and he would then hit the open market. The Broncos placed an original round tender on Philip Lindsay. And it means more than likely that the hometown product grew up a Broncos fan, went to the university of Colorado is done in Denver. Yeah. Uh, you know what? And quite frankly, the, the fan, the, the fan in me is disappointed because I, I, I like the story. Right. And we talked about this a little bit before uh, the show sports is entertainment. And in Denver right now with the Denver Broncos, what is entertaining? Not much. I mean, you don't have a lot to, to hold on to there. So, the, the Philip Lindsay story for the last few years has been a great story. Uh, you pointed out, though, in our conversation, his his production has declined. Uh, Cecil talked about his use being not great under Pat Shermer, so I'm sure that's part of it. But if he's not a scheme fit, Pat Shermer's not going anywhere. Are you going to pump money into that? Probably not from a team perspective. Is it disappointing? Yeah, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed that he's that he's going to you know go play football somewhere else. Is it? Is it unexpected? I think we decided pretty much early on that it wouldn't have been unexpected for him to not get uh, a higher round tender or something like that. Uh, but the original round tender or low round tender that he got, that makes sense. I was surprised 
Um, because when we talked to Cecil, he mentioned that he thought Tim Patrick would get an original round tender. Uh, he did not. He, he was given a second round tender. So was Alexander Johnson. So uh, you have a couple of guys who did get second round tenders, uh, but they, you know, they did they did not do that for Philip Lindsay because I think they were just sort of done with the Philip Lindsay experiment. And what's fascinating about all of this is technically free agency doesn't begin until you listen to this podcast at 2 p.m. on Wednesday. So don't listen don't listen until 2 p.m. on Wednesday. Don't listen. Oh my goodness. That was that was, that was funny, right? I'm going to leave it. We'll leave it in. So I I mean the Shelby Harris move and the Von Miller move, those are official because the Broncos actually tweeted out, but it was funny how until it can be official, they have to say according to reports. It's the That's salary. So it's the weird. same thing as the salary cap. Nothing is real. It's all it's all pretend and fake. And then it's real. It's it, whatever. It's fine. I, I kind of wanted to go back. You mentioned something about Kareem Jackson, and I, I think this is actually interesting. Would how do I want to word this? Is this almost like what happened with Shelby Harris last year, where they said, you know what, we're not going to give you the contract, uh, so go test free agency, and then potentially he comes back because the number that he thinks he's worth isn't out there. And then he comes back to Denver because he really is a good fit for what Denver wants to do on defense. Is he replaceable? Yeah. I think that that's something that we've had a conversation about. He is, everybody is replaceable unless they are a franchise quarterback, right? That's, that's kind of it. Or maybe a left tackle, right? A great left tackle and a franchise quarterback that those are the two guys that you will never want to have to replace. A safety, you can replace him, right? But maybe he comes back. That'd be interesting. I think the difference with that scenario, and I could see it, is Kareem Jackson is 32, and he's going to be 33 uh, in, come April. So I, I do think there's a little bit there, but I think I, – I, I, I don't know this for certain, but I think he loves playing for Vic Fangio, and he loves playing in that defense – because it allows him to do what he does well, and that's just be like a Tasmanian devil where he just goes out and hits people. And I think that's what he wants to do. And I like the tandem that they have with Justin Simmons. But I, I think you're right. I think they didn't want to pick up the team option. Whether or not there's still that goodwill between the two sides, we'll see. But I can't imagine that Vic Fangio and George Payton don't want him back if they can have him back, and it makes sense for both sides. And I think that's the big de- the big thing with any contract in sports is it makes sense for both sides. And I think that's where it's going to come down to. If it makes sense for Kareem Jackson to come back and he gets what he wants or he feels like he's getting what he deserves and the Broncos are able to get him on a contract that benefits them, then I think it could happen. We'll see what the open market looks like for him. So then that takes us to this question of where do they go next, right? Because the free agency market is not closed, right? This is just essentially phase one. And we talked a lot about last week with Cecil, we talked about how we didn't think there would be a lot of big moves by the Broncos and free agency. I don't know that you would say there have been a lot of big moves by the Broncos in free agency. They signed Shelby Harris. That's great. They franchise take Justin Simmons. That's great. They brought back Von Miller. They picked up his option. That's great. 
The the big name that they signed is Ronald Darby to a three-year, $30 million contract, and he gets 19 and a half guaranteed and all that wonderful stuff. But really, it seems like the secondary market is, is where we thought they were going to make most of their moves, where we believed that that's that, that that was sort of their aim. And now it looks to me like that might not even be the case, even though they really only went out and got one guy that they that they brought in new. What else is there at this point? I mean, I guess the question is, what direction do they go in that second wave of free agency? What's fascinating about this is there are reports that the Broncos had strong interest in pass rusher Leonard Floyd, who was with the Rams, went back to the Rams. And there is a connection between Floyd and Vic Fangio when the two were in Chicago together. And then on Tuesday, there is a report that the Broncos tried to sign Chargers cornerback Michael Davis. And he ended up staying in Los Angeles to a similar deal that the Broncos were offering. So I think that gives you an idea of what they're looking for. They're looking for depth. They're looking for for places that, I mean, obviously cornerback is, is more than a depth. They need the cornerback people. And especially if you have two guys who can't stay on the field, and that's Bryce Callahan and now Ronald Darby, you need to have those pieces in place. You have Michael Ojemudier, who played relatively well in his in his rookie season, still had the rookie struggles, and that's going to happen with a cornerback. If you're expecting him to be a starter, I don't know if you can at this point. Has he? Have you? Has Vic Fangio seen enough? Did George Payton see enough from Michael Ojemudier to be one of the starting cornerbacks for Vic Fangio? I don't know, and perhaps them trying to go after Michael Davis is a sign for that. So I think they're going to look at quarterbacks. I think they're going to look at edge. I think they're going to look at ways that make their team better in terms of free agency. The one area that we haven't touched on and we're going to now, and it's because of what James Palmer said on NFL network and his report on what the Broncos will do at quarterback Take all the stuff that he set aside, that that George Payton thinks that Drew Locke can take the next step. Fine, of course he's going to say that. Of course he thinks that. Of course he's going to have a guy who reports for NFL Network say that. The thing that was interesting is that even if the Broncos sign a veteran quarterback to compete with Drew Locke, that does not take away how aggressive they will be to get Deshaun Watson. I think that is very telling. I think because it's huge. It was James Palmer, who originally said they would be aggressive in going after quarterbacks that are better than Drew Locke. If they're on level with Drew Locke, they have no interest in. Now he says even if they get a veteran, that will not take away from their aggression in getting Deshaun Watson. Which I think is a really important point that you make there because – the fear, and, I, and I'll speak to this from my own fear, the fear from, I think, some fans was they were going to go get a, a veteran quarterback and then drop out of the Deshaun Watson market or the Russell Wilson market, even if if that's even an option. And I, I don't know that we probably won't talk that much about Russell Wilson because he seems to have some teams that he's most interested in. The point that well, I, I think... I have to, I have to chime in here. Chime. Since you live in Chicago... I do. Chime away. The Bears sign Andy Dalton. I was just going to say that. Talk about going from like, oh my God, we could get Russell Wilson. The Bears are finally going to get a quarterback. 
And then on Tuesday, they get the news that they signed Andy Dalton. It's it's hilarious. So you go from like the top of the line to the Red Rider BB gun. Yeah, they. Uh, I have a I have some uh, some friends out here. I'm going to have to console. Uh, and by console, I mean just make fun of mercilessly uh, and and make sure that they know how funny I think it is that their hopes were up for a, a Russell Wilson trade. And now what they have is, as you said, a Red River BB gun. Uh, yeah, Andy Dalton is is a is a bear. That's hilarious. I, here's what I will say about that, though. You bring up Andy Dalton. I'm going to bring up Tyrod Taylor as well in this. And I'm going to bring up. Ryan Fitzpatrick, and I'm going to bring up any of these sort of competition style quarterbacks that are out there that they would consider bringing in to compete, to legitimately compete with Drew Locke are not, I don't, I don't think they're out there. Like what is the other name that is out there that they could bring in as competition for Drew Locke? Because it was going to be mile high Fitz magic because I wanted the hashtag and I made it up and I was very proud of myself. Then it was, well, maybe it's Andy Dalton. Would you would you bring him in? Possibly. Then there were reports that the Texans signed Tyrod Taylor. If, they did, if right I'm before mistaken, we started right recording we, this. Right before we began talking. Which is fascinating. They, that is fascinating. Screams, that screams a lot about what their intentions are. But these veteran quarterbacks that would be competition for Drew Locke, where are they? Who's... Who's the next guy on the list? Is it Alex Smith? Is that is, is that who they're talking to? Are they gonna is is I, I I am honestly asking if those guys are all gone, who's the competition they bring in for Drew Locke at this point? Because I don't Do you really want me to say the name that I have on my mouth right now. I mean, I guess I don't I, think anyone listening to this wants to hear it. Well, you know what though? I think you have you, you have to say it. You gotta say it. I won't say it because I just got done making fun of Bears fans, but you go, you go, you say it. Well, he was a bear, Mitch Trubisky. That's why I, I figured out. I'm going to make fun of Bears fans. I probably shouldn't make fun of Mitch Trubisky. But <laughs> how ironic would it be, though? Right. So they signed Mitch Trubisky. George Payton somehow is able to to reach for the moon. Trades for Deshaun Watson. How ironic would that be? Oh, it would be. I. You know what? I think that would be the perfect situation. You sign Mitch Trubisky, you trade Drew Locke and however many draft picks it takes, whether it's five or 500, I don't care. And you bring in Deshaun Watson. And now you have Deshaun Watson as your starter and Mitchell Trubisky, who was the number two draft pick ahead of Deshaun Watson. Traded up to get. (laughs) Would be, Oh my God. I I would love that. Would you not love that? I'm not even a Bears fan. You could have had Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson, and you freaking traded up to get Mitch Trubisky. And as the dominoes and you fall, still have a job. <laughs> you still have a job. And as like, the dominoes fall, you end up with Andy Dalton. <laughs> he's the Jeff Breidich of NFL GM. Ooh, good reference. Yes, he he might be the Jeff Breidich of uh, NFL GMs. I, I I don't I can't make an argument against that. It's uh, spot on, perfect, and exactly correct. So, although Jeff Breidish would have tried to to trade Sam or draft Sam Darnold in that draft, he would have, even though Sam Darnold was not available. Exactly in because, that draft, because he's an idiot. He's just an idiot. I, I I guess the point that we're sort of 
angling towards here. And if we, if, if we can do that, we can angle towards this point. The point is, A, the Broncos are not done doing whatever it is that they're going to do. And neither is any other team. There's, there's still a lot going on. There's still a lot that can happen between now and the future, whenever the future is, right? The other point is it doesn't seem like the Broncos were, while they were looking to bring in competition, it doesn't seem like they were really in competition with these other teams to go get these other quarterbacks that would have been competition for Drew Locke. And and quite frankly, I know Mitchell Trubisky's still out there, and Mitch Trubisky might be the target at this point. I don't know that that's really the case either. I get the impression that they're not really trying to bring in competition for Drew Locke because they're trying to move on from him. Not not to say that he's not potentially a starter in the NFL. I'm not going to go that far because I, I don't really, you know, I don't care one way or the other. I think that George Payton sees an opportunity there and why bring in competition for a guy you're just going to trade away. I'll give you another name that might be fun though. Chase Daniel. Guys made gajillions of dollars as a backup. I think it's gajillions with a G. Who was the who was the backup quarterback from a couple of years ago who did that? I, his name is escaping me right now, but he is he, Chase Daniel is now him, and I I cannot remember his name. I honestly, I, isn't it just Chase Daniel? <laughs> he's no, there been was one around from a couple of years long. ago. <laughs> he's just been around that long that he's he just started like doing eight it. games and he made like five hundred million dollars. Oh, it was, he um, was with the Seahawks. He was with yeah, he was the guy who who was with the Packers, right? And they were going to bring him in to the Seahawks, and then Russell Wilson beat him out. Right? Is that who you're talking about? Yes. Um, oh, why is my name? Google it. What's what's his name? It's Matt something, or or is it? Oh man, I don't know. We'll come back. We're to old. It. We're old. Our brains don't work anymore. But I can. It'll come to him. me tonight when I go to bed. Yeah. Well, and you'll tweet it out or something with the show. That's probably the way to do it. But yeah, no, I remember who you're talking about. He was going to be the the next great thing. He came in and played for an injured Aaron Rodgers and played well, right? I think that was the thing. And then Russell Wilson. And then Russell Wilson. If you're listening to this and you hear it, tweet it at us. I'd love to know. I would love to know because now I can't think I, of it. Because I cannot remember it. I feel like Miller or or Wilson. It's not Wilson because it was Russell Wilson. I feel like Miller's the name, like like Matt Miller. I'm going to go with Matt Miller, even though that's not it. That's not it. Are we allowed to just I, guess? I, I, I dropped the Steve Bono reference last week, you and did. Joe Rolls loved that. Yeah. That now I'm dropping the ball because I cannot remember this guy's name. You know what? Some people you're supposed to remember and some people you're not, and I think that's the point. Russell Wilson made this person forgettable to the point where we can't remember who he was. And that says that says another thing about the predicament that the Denver Broncos are in. You don't have anybody that will make you forget about all of the bad things that have happened to you as a fan of the Denver Broncos over the last five years. It's nice that they brought back Von Miller, but Von Miller's, you know, sort of the memory that we're still holding on to. It's nice that they brought back Shelby Harris because he earned the contract. But until something happens at the quarterback position, you are going to remember all the bad quarterbacks that came before whichever good quarterback shows up. So we don't we don't have our Russell Wilson. Could we soon? I hope so. That's the idea, right? But I guess we'll find out. You've been listening to Mile High Report Radio. Get involved in the discussion at milehighreport.com. And as always, go Broncos. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.